Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm joined here today by a friend of mine, Tom, who is a bit of a West Ham fanatic. How are you doing, Tom? Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. Um, greetings to your transatlantic listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you here. It's good to have an authentic East London, uh, you know, West Ham fan here. Um, I know you've yeah. always followed the Irons through thick and thin, um, up and down the country, yeah. obviously, until COVID. So it's a bit frustrating time for you as well in terms of football. And, you know, the lack of fans is definitely tough. But, um, you know, I say thick and thin, but to be honest with you, everything's looking good for West Ham at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I'm loving it. It's, um, it's all good. Games like last night are get me through lockdown free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to kind of West Ham's form, but you must have really been, you know, buzzing last night after that win. I couldn't sleep. That's how good <laughs> it was. I couldn't sleep last night. Like, I ended up listening to um, just all kinds of different, like, reactions to the game. And um, it, it reminded me of, like, I've had a few, when I've actually gone to games, mm-hmm. and when I've got back from them, I normally can't sleep. Because I've just had like it's adrenaline basically. Yeah. And um, I had, that's the feeling it gave me last night. I was that I was that buzzing for the result. So mm-hmm. that goes to show how good it was. Yeah, I know what you mean. Felt a bit surreal, eh? And then you're kind of uh, it's always better watching highlights and stuff once you've already watched the game and you've enjoyed it, you know, and you kind of relive that moment. So yeah, you yeah. notice things. You notice different things every time, like yeah, subtle, subtle details. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, you know, West Ham are on great form at the moment. Um, obviously, in the last game before this one, they had a little bit of a slip up against Liverpool. But again, you know, they're the defending champions. It's hard to really know what you're going to get with Liverpool at the moment. Um, I think with all things considered, that was a great chance for West Ham. But, you know, it's it's about not just losing in football. It's how you kind of bounce back from that. So, yeah, we'll take a look at some of the kind of key players, really. And I'll translate that into uh, some of the fantasy um, football platforms as well. I know you're not... Yeah. Um, up, up to date with the current fantasy football but you know you know the kind of um, setup of it and you've you know yeah. in the past really so it's just uh, one of those things and um, yeah it translates quite easily so um, really the man of the moment from yesterday's game is Lingard uh, you know I've spoken to a couple of West Ham fans um, a little bit dubious about the signing um, you know a bit of a, a bit of an outcast at Man United it seems like a kind of atypical signing that West Ham would do or uh-huh. signing for you know that kind of yeah top six club but to be honest with you I mean all honesty did you did you think he was going to do well or did you have your kind of um you know concerns um I think I think you always always have concerns whenever we sign a player but um no I was I was very impressed I mean I just wanted us to get bodies in after we sold um Haller and Snodgrass mm-hmm. um I didn't really care who it was, but we just we just needed players. But um, I mean, Lingard's still. I mean, I've I've always thought he's a good player. Nothing more. Um, seen him a few t- times live. Never thought he pulled up any trees. Um, but he, you know, he has got a bit of pedigree. Um, you know, uh, scored in finals, Champions Leagues, you know, Europa League, and you know, he's up until the last couple of seasons, um, he was. He was not bad. I remember the season going into the World Cup where he played a pretty important role. And we had a really good season. Obviously, that's why he got in the squad. But um, no, he's, you know, he's, still, he's still a main United player. And, you know, they, I know he's a uh, like an academy um, player. But, yeah, he's, yeah we, we're happy to have him. And last night, he's probably the best debut I've seen from a new signing. 
yeah, it was, it, it was great stuff. You know, he scored uh, scored a brace. You know, he kind of stole the headlines. I mean, West Ham have been doing well, like we've, like we've mentioned anyway. I think they've won four out of the last five in the league. So, yeah, it's real incredible form. I mean, you know, where you look at yourselves in the table, you know, you know breathing down the neck of Liverpool, Leicester, you know, Man United aren't that far away either. I mean, you know, you're in the hunt for European football, aren't you? And not just um, Europa League, but Champions League at the moment. So, obviously, there's a way to go, but... You know, that's really positive signs. And I think it's good for West Ham to bolster attacks because I think they always put out a good team. But especially with Antonio coming back from injury, I think it's always kind of hinged on that a little bit, if you know what I mean. I feel like, especially selling Haller, you know, you yeah. really need to keep Antonio fit, don't you? Yeah, we, we, were, we were expecting to get a replacement for him. Um, but I just, you know, Moyes is quoted saying, like, um, he just he wants the right player. I know we've, we've had, like, a scattergun approach to signing players and he thought if, if what I gathered and what he said he, he wouldn't sign anyone just for the sake of it you know, he, wants, he wants the right player mm-hmm. and um, I don't think he, he was available well he probably was available but he always didn't want him but um, but you know Lingard could, could easily play up there I think I think he might do that in some games up, mm-hmm. coming up Yeah definitely I think they need to have that option um, especially with Antonio's kind of injury history as well um, Yeah like you said yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, we've come through a real busy period um, in football, you know, over the Christmas period and in January where there's been lots of midweek games. Uh, minutes have been managed, really. Um, we're kind of moving out that a little bit. Um, I think West Ham are still, uh, they're in the FA Cup, aren't they, at the moment? So um, they'll, obviously, they'll look forward to that fixture. But uh, do you feel like Lingard's kind of like one of the, going to be one of the first names on the team sheet, especially after the performance, or do you think he's going to be rotated around? I mean, you know, who's going to miss out on this team at the moment? Uh, definitely. Um, I think obviously he's, he's probably put his name down for, you know, first name on the team sheet for uh, the game against Fulham, which is our next game. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just think, um, you know, as soon as we were linked with him, I was all, was all over it. You know, I, I wanted, I wanted him to come in. Um, I think he's going to be like a, a big fish in a small pond. Um, I think when he was at Man United, he, he may have, maybe was scapegoated for some of their, their poor results last year. That's why he wasn't in the team this year. But last night, he just he just seemed to link up with Ben Rama and Antonio um, like he'd been playing with them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, just found space behind the lines. Um, and just, yeah, it, it was really weird. It just, it just his move, you could, you could tell he was just a, at that it's a bit of class that even though we've you know obviously been, been doing great he just he just added like a another dimension to a team that's already in form mm-hmm. um so for that reason i think he's he's it's weird because we we changed uh, basically i know we lost liverpool but the, the lineup that we had in the last few games has, has done very well for us mm-hmm. and there's a bit of a curveball by Moyes to um to put lingard in um but it paid off and now Moyes has a bit of a selection headache because yeah, zone and four now as so we pretty much run themselves into the ground, um, which he's normally gone for. Now they've got Lingard. I think it's, it can only be good because despite how good they've been, it's it's sort of like um, they know they got to perform when when they do play. They got a they got competition for places, so I think that's only good for the for the team. Oh yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, it's definitely good, uh, and they definitely need that because I think West Ham. I, I do definitely rate their eleven, but you know, you 
get concerned if there's injuries there or not. So having that competition for players is good and it will spur the whole team on. Not so good for fantasy managers, obviously, because they're going to have to start competing with assets. I mean, yeah, obviously really Bowen and Fornell has kind of had um, cameo appearances in that game. You know, obviously, they played a lot of minutes as well, so they, they needed that managed. But, I mean, what are you predicting? I mean, especially that front line, you know, Antonio is obviously going to mostly start if he's fit yeah. up in that position. So the three in behind, I mean... I mean, what's your ideal pick there? What do you think Moyes is going to do? Um, yeah, I think I think he's just going to rotate it. I mean, I've noticed he tends to use um, Bowen and Fournals for for maybe slightly teams at the top of the table because mm-hmm. um, he knows he's going to get a bit of work rate out of them. But um, I think Lingard is is good for opposition maybe slightly weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's it's, hard. it's 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 really good. It's, it's almost like a after Antonio. Obviously, you know he can only really play there. I know Lingard may may is rumored to be able to play a false nine. Um, I think he has done it. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know what Moyes does. It's it's, it's a really good selection headache to have. Um, I mean, Bowen has chipped in with some goals as well, and he was dropped for that game. Probably probably wise to give him a rest. But. Um, and it, yeah, and you've got Ben Rama as well, who, who um, I think he's going to score sooner or later. He's getting closer and closer. But so, yeah, in terms of fantasy football, I, I don't know. I, you know, you've got to pick someone. But um, yeah, I think it just depends on the opposition. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. and the, the fixtures as well. I mean, yeah, we mentioned on Saturday that they've got Fulham away. Um, again, you know, West Ham are going to be favourites in that game, really, on current form, for sure. Um, you know, you'd definitely expect them to go and, and do well in that game. Um, we'll have to see what happens, of course. And then on Tuesday, even though we've gone through some of the, um, you know, the quicker turnaround in the league, we, we're back with the FA Cup. So, um, yeah, your side have got Man United. Um, I'm guessing Lingard is going to be ineligible for that game. Yeah, he actually um, did play for um, Man United in the oh, Cup. So he's, so he's, yeah, he's cut as well, yeah. Okay. So, so that, that makes it a bit easier, actually, doesn't it? So yeah, you, I mean, that makes it easier play. for Lingard. I mean, I, I put this question out there on Twitter yesterday on the account after the game. So I uh, had about 40 votes on it, so that's positive. And um, I just asked... Uh, fantasy managers out there if they were going to bring him in for game week 23 on the weekend and uh, nearly 60% of um, uh, the, the voters went for yes so that's pretty um, that's pretty overwhelming considering it was just a yes or no um, question and, and answer so I mean there's lots of different possibilities obviously lots of different teams playing but I think that kind of says a lot and I mean his ownership in terms of the game was something like 0.5% um, wow. for this game so Real differential, uh, I think. Um, the I know why. That's that's no one. I mean, I, I didn't think he was going to. Yeah, yeah. Make the bench almost. I, did, I didn't think he was fit, but he ended up playing pretty much ninety minutes. Yeah, like you say, maybe he was. Uh, considering he hasn't played a lot this year, um, you would think that he um, would actually have his minutes managed a bit, introduced slowly, kind of getting up to speed. But obviously, you know, David Moyes. Old selection, like you say, but it did pay off. You know, we can't argue with that with the goals that he produced alone. So, it also been a good performance. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he's up to about, uh, you know, one over one and a half percent on the official game, which is still really low. So, I mean, mm. he's going to go up in stock. He's going to go up in value, but he's about in the in the fantasy game. The official one, he's about five point nine million. Um, West Ham have a lot of decent budget options, and obviously because they're on good form at the moment. Um, 
you know, there's some real good value in it. You've had uh, Soshek in there as well. I mean, I've had oh, wow. him since the start, you know, what a, what a son and he's been. I always had my eye on him, knew he wasn't just like a out and out defensive player. He's got goals in him. He's got eight goals this season. So, I mean, that's yeah, crazy. incredible, isn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, if Lingard's going to play, you know, Soshek's um, always started for West Ham pretty much. So um, he, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. But, I mean, if Lingard, continues this then um you'd really kind of back him as well to be honest with you with the uh, value um that he has there and, and then you've got obviously Antonio he's a forward in the game so not as profitable as he has been previously but he's just so consistent at the moment I mean Antonio hasn't scored in about three games in the league but I don't know how. but he's he's set up three goals so he's not yeah. he's consistent in terms of points and, and output to be honest with you when you look at the game but he yeah, should have more Definitely, he'll, he'll contribute something to the game that will, you know, unfortunately, he might lay off the pass to um, to the pass that, you know, assists the goal. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how, he, how he didn't score last, last couple of games, really. I mean, he should have, he should have got three against Palace. Mm-hmm. He should have scored against Liverpool. And, um, I mean, it obviously assisted. We, you know, we, we don't really care how the goal, who scores the goals. But, um, yeah, he assisted Lingard twice, I think, with those. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, Lingard twice for those goals last night, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, he's, he's you know he's always going to contribute something to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and in terms of fixtures again, so we mentioned about the Fulham game. Uh, after that, I think on the Monday um, they have Sheffield United. So you know that's two teams in a, in a relegation scrap. You mentioned about you think Lingard would be more of a feature um, against some of the teams outside the top six, especially. Um, so yeah, I think. You know, you'd probably back him in those games, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, he's got the, the rest of the team are pretty pretty much settled. Um, you know, they've with the defence and and with you know Suchek and Rice mm-hmm. in the midfield. That's we we got we're solid, but we've also got the flair flair up top. So so teams like Sheffield United are obviously going to it's going to be more of a physical game compared to Fulham. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think we can. We can we can play both ways. It can be really hard in defence, but also have that flair going forward. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if um, uh, Lingard starts in that game. But um, yeah, definitely. And then yeah. I mean, after those two fixtures as well, it gets a little bit tougher. I mean, you, you've got Spurs at home, so you've got London derby there, and then um, the game week after there's Man City away. So. Obviously, Man City had a team in form in the season. They look a bit unstoppable at the moment, but you know. Anyone can take points of anyone in this league, but Spurs, you know, they, they've started a little bit. They're playing tonight, so we'll see how they get on. But I mean, how do you think you'll approach that game? You know, Moyes and his game plan. Uh, well, we had a, a pretty, pretty horrid run to start the season with, and um, most fans didn't think we were going to come. I think it was like seven games, which all consisted of most of the top six. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we we all fear in the worst. We feel we have no points after maybe three points after seven games. We ended up coming through that, um, grabbing a couple of wins. We did we did lose a couple, but um, I mean we you know we beat the uh, we drew to City, um, we drew to Tottenham, narrowly lost to Liverpool, mm-hmm. um, and also you know beat Leicester and and Wolves away convincingly. So um, yeah, it's it's a similar run to that. Those games coming up, it's a similar run. Uh, you know, after Sheffield United, it's a similar run to. Um, start of the season but we come through you know relatively unscathed and almost thinking we should have had more points so it's yes yeah, it's, it's 
obviously hard to predict, but um, I, I'm not as worried as I as I was compared to that. You know, like a similar run mm-hmm. in in the early in the season. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, there's Spurs, Man City, and I think a couple of weeks later there's Man United and Arsenal. So there's some you know big teams to play there. But yeah, I think West Ham are as you know prepared as ever to face those teams. Really. You know, it's, you have to look at it as like okay, this is a good time to play them as well. So it'd be interesting to see, and it's going to be the Fulham and Sheffield United game would be a good indicator of that as well, because I've always seen West Ham in, um, you know, Derby games or against the Manchester clubs. And I feel like they've always done well, but in terms of performance, they might've been unlucky mm. with results, decisions or yeah. not, but they've always been up for it in those types of games. I think, you know, West Ham can pull those results out of the bag. So this is a little bit of a different situation now because they're going to face these two teams that we're expecting them to beat. Okay. How are they going to handle that pressure? But you know, they look good value for that. And then, yeah, I mean, that game against Spurs um, and then later against Man United, I mean, they're really, you know, chasing those teams or, or you know, above mm. one of those teams. So it's a real different challenge this year than ever. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really the main frustration we've had in the last few years. We um, we can put in really good performances against the top side, raise our game, and then come up against, you know, teams that not necessarily expect to beat, but teams that are more, more our level. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, yeah, we flatter to deceive. Um, but it just, it just seems completely uh, the opposite this season. It's like we're, we're getting we're getting results. We're, we're hard to beat. We're getting results against you know teams we, we yeah we should beat. Um, and yeah, we're also mixing it with the top side. So it's yeah, it's, it's as good a season as as it gets. I think for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then just going back to Lingard, and I know you mentioned earlier in in the chat that. Um, you know, looking at regaining some form. I mean, I'm looking back at his his numbers from that season before the World Cup in um, 2018. Yeah. And, you know, eight goals, set up six go- um, goals as well. I mean, that's real, you know, that's pretty positive from a midfielder. And and that's on looking at the minutes, that's on average of about 20 games. So that's really, you know, positive reading. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he looks well-placed to start regaining some of that form already you know he's really hit the ground yeah. running there so like you say his minutes have been reduced since then but yeah I mean let's hope that it's not just a one-off um the performance was promising of anything else so um yeah I think yeah. it'd uh, be an exciting couple of games really and he's definitely worth a punt I think you know at the price he is in fantasy football I mean you know those games that he has would definitely offer, offer some opportunity he'll miss the FA Cup game so you know why not back him yeah, I think, um, I mean, maybe this is looking outside of a, a football fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's maybe looking a bit more in depth. But um, when you think about why he's come to us, um, I mean, he's, you know, before he before he joined us, like my, my perception, you know, without sounding too old, I thought he was everything wrong with a modern day footballer. Like, he's yeah. like, his social media friends, lifestyle. I mean, but now, of course, I think the complete opposite. But um, he's... He's come down here, you know. We're in the middle of a lockdown. He hasn't, he hasn't come, he hasn't come to, to West Ham to just, you know, enjoy London life. He's, he wants to get back in that England team, I imagine. He wants to get back in the Man United team, or, um, yeah. or try and get a move. Um, so I think he's, he's perfectly motivated, and he started, he started so well, like you say. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's, yeah, he's definitely worth a shout to, um, to you know, get amongst the goals, get in the assists, and I think he's got, he's got a perfect platform for it. 
Yeah, I do remember. I mean, it's a shame how he's kind of, you know, dipped and fallen out of favour because, you know, like you said, he was a well-established international and one of the best players in the team at the time, for sure. He was, wasn't he? Like, he yeah, he was so creative and he just had that, um, you know, swagger about him as well. And you don't always get that with England players. Um, you know, we have a bit more recently, but yeah, I mean, and like you say, he's got great motivation to um, do well. I mean, the Euros coming up potentially, COVID permitting, you know, getting back in a Man United team that looked in good shape. So, you know, it's a good time for him. Definitely, definitely. Um, and yeah, this, this, you know, with the, with the players around him, um, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's not only him as well. I mean, it's, I think, um, like I said, with um, uh, Ben Rama as well, they, them two just, just formed some kind of, like a, a partnership within, within like, you know, 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's only had two training sessions since he joined. Yeah. Um, and you know Ben Rama, I think he he set up the first goal. Um, but he's he's another player. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to come. I'm going to I've rec- I'm going to put my reput uh, my, my reputation on the line really early doors here. But I think he's going to score on Saturday because mm-hmm. he's he's getting close to each game, and it's it's yeah, it's really it's really it's really frustrating. But um, he's he's pitching in with the assist. Um, but yeah, I think I think a goal is coming for him soon as well. Yeah, I think that's fair. You, you know, you're watching those games as well, um, you know, with an eagle eye type of view. So, uh, yeah, you can, uh, the performance is usually like the predecessor and indicator of that. You know, you just have it where it's not, they're getting in great um, kind of opportunities and they're in great positions. It's just not coming for them. But you feel like as soon as it clicks, something's kind of got to give, really, hasn't it? So, yeah. 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 I've watched, I've watched West Ham a bit this year and I've definitely been impressed. And, yeah, they just seem to be playing with a bit more freedom, you know, and they have, they just look like a really well-balanced side. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to, I've got three assets in my team at the moment. I'm not going to move on one anytime soon. Um, am I going to move Socek on for Lingard? I don't know. It's a difficult one because um, he's in great form, um, you know, incredible goal scoring form when you think about it and, you know, how he's achieved assets as well. So, yeah, I, I don't want to lose any cash on him and do that, but yeah, you know, a little bit gutted at the same time because uh, Lingard mm. is someone who probably would take a punt on. Yeah, that's. I mean, well, that's just the game, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, now Su- yeah, Suchek's been amazing. He's always going to be dangerous from corners. Yeah, such uh, a physical piece. And he does arrive in the box late. Um, you know, he does join the attack. So, you know, he's always going to be, he's always going to have some opportunity. You know, there'll be, there'll be waves of games where he doesn't if West Ham aren't playing too well but yeah he's always got that potential so um, yeah he's another exciting player but in a different way definitely cool. well it's definitely been some uh, good food for thought Tom um, it's been good chatting with you hopefully uh, your predictions will come true especially for those moving Lingard in um, and mm. maybe we can catch up a little bit later on see how West Ham got on see how they're going in the midst of those kind of um, you know top six games as well yeah definitely um, thanks for having me on yeah good speaking with you Tom